0: And I'm Caitlin. You're listening to the Real Women Real Life Podcast, where we dive into personal
1: development. We are passionate about living our best life and sharing with others that it's not about right or wrong. It's about being real. We are all on this journey together. So
0: grab your favorite cup of tea, settle in and join us while we share our experiences with
1: personal growth. And all the shit that comes with it. FOMO. Such a good subject. I know I personally experience FOMO on the regular. Let's talk about when we say FOMO, we're talking about the fear of missing out. And we really want to dig into what it really is at the core, right? So when you think about a fear of missing out, we're talking about our mind creating stories. What we're really going to dive into today is what occurs and how to sort of work through. When you find yourself maybe faced with a decision and you get stuck, you're constantly worried about, will it be the right decision? If I go this way, this could happen. If I go this way, this could happen. Which one's the right one? Also finding yourself maybe stretched thin from saying yes to everything because you don't wanna miss out on something. So you're always going to all the functions, all the events, doing all the things and then finding yourself just completely exhausted. Caitlin, have you, have you had your fair share of FOMO? A-
0: absolutely, absolutely. And it's been one side, like you said, that experience where you're just doing everything because you were not wanting to miss out on anything. And then by the end of the day, feeling totally drained. I am an introvert. I recharge by being by myself. Mm. And that has, that kind of plays into my FOMO, right? Like feeling like I have to go and do these things or I want to go and do these things so I don't miss out when I actually would rather be in my space, doing my thing at home. It's almost that feeling of battling between shoulds and, and desires and wants.
1: Yes. It's like that tug. Mm. Basically, so we really want to talk a lot about how our mind creates these stories today and what we can kind of do to create a little bit more awareness around them and actually use that to our benefit. you know, Caitlin, I feel like I've had similar experiences, especially of, you know, doing all the things. So what are the stories? This is our mind creating stories. We have this fear of missing out. The stories might sound like they're going to have fun. And if I miss out on that fun, then the next time I hang out with my friends, they're all going to be talking about this great event that they went to, and I'm going to have nothing to contribute because I didn't go. And then I will be connected to my friends, and then we'll drift apart, and then I'll have no friends left, and I'll be all alone.
0: <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> it is. That's that. That right there is the fear of missing out, right? Right. That fear of not being as connected as
1: those Mm -hmm. who were there. Missing out on that connection. That's pretty much it, right? Like we get stuck in this downward spiral. I think it's important to really tap in and recognize, like, what are these stories that we're creating? What are we really afraid of missing out on? And why do we think it's so bad? And the more we can really dig into what's really happening, what are the stories we're creating? then we can change that. We can change the story.
0: I love that. It's, it's taking that experience that missing out will create this disconnection mm. and shifting it into, by honoring what it is you really want, it brings this new opportunity to create a deeper bond by sharing yeah. those experiences together, whether yeah. or not in it, but after the fact. Yeah. Sharing those
1: stories. Hundred percent. Awesome. So when you're feeling FOMO, when you've got that experience, what what kind of comes up in your body? What is that experience for you?
0: Oh, it's that self-doubt, feeling left out, the anxiety, this vulnerability, maybe even jealousy, just those insecurities. And like physically if you've experienced any of those emotions, they tend to be connected to that racing heart, feeling shaky or the clammy, sweaty palms, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's stress. Yeah. It's, it's that, that insecurity and those fears start to come mm-hmm. up and it, it feels, you know, that, that self doubt, right. Like mm. I mentioned that inability to trust Ourselves enough to say yes to what we want, yeah. Say no to what doesn't feel right,
1: yeah. In that moment,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Those physical expressions of FOMO.
1: You know what I notice actually? A lot of times when I'm feeling FOMO, I'll get almost like that butterfly feeling, mm. um, but it's like a different, a different way. Because like I feel like that could be. I'll get a butterfly feeling if I'm really excited, like, "yay, I want to do something. But then I also get a butterfly feeling if I'm feeling like anxious or afraid of something. So it kind of, it's kind of interesting. Like I'll, I'll get similar feelings going on one spectrum or the other or in one context or the other and like the racing heart and like some of that, like anxiety kind of feeling. Like sometimes I also feel that when I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. It's going to be so awesome and great and amazing. But then it also, in contrast, like, no. But what if I don't get to do the things?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the similarity between those two feelings is it's close. It's almost yeah. the same same experience.
1: Yeah, it is. It's like so much like the same experience. And I, you know, I feel like when we really tap into that and we really notice like what those feelings and experiences are, if we're if we're digging into the stories at the same time while we're noticing this experience by shifting the story, I feel like we could still continue having the same experience, but with a new story, it changes, it changes the context, right? So like what started as fear, now I've changed the story. I still feel the same, but I've got a different mindset, a different context, a different, a different focus on my mind. So now what was fear is now excitement. Totally. And I, it's shifting from that
0: fear. And I think it's looking for the positive intention in the experience. which helps to swing it to that excitement.
1: Mm-hmm. There's something in this. That's really it, right? Like whenever we have any kind of experiences like this, there's something in, in our minds and our subconscious that has a positive intention behind that it's trying to help us in some way or create something good for us and like if we use the example of you know going out with friends being afraid of missing out on that experience being afraid of losing connection the reason we're experiencing this is because like the positive intention would be it's trying to keep us connected right are somewhere in our subconscious we're trying to stay connected that's the positive intention. And so when you really tap into that, it's like, okay, I get the positive intention. Now, how can I create connection while still honoring what is best for me? What's the best choice for me? And so we can really shift that. And, and I think this is just proof that like, we have more control over our experience than we really let ourselves believe, right? Like we get to choose what this is. So when we're feeling stuck in FOMO like oh but I'm going to miss all the things, we can really choose what we want to believe in those moments. Like this is all of our mind. All of it's in the mind, the mind creating stuff, the mind creating our reality, creating a picture of what we think is what in versus what really is. And knowing that can be really empowering actually. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about shifting. From FOMO and Caitlin, I love what you, I love what you told me about this shift. So please share. Shifting from FOMO
0: into JOMO. JOMO. With JOMO.
1: <laughs> so
0: instead of fearing missing out, like having that fear of not being there, mm-hmm. shifting it into that, the joy of missing out. Love that. It's, it's recognizing, you know, when we're saying yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And when we're saying no no to something, we're saying yes to something else. So when Mm -hmm. we think about Jomo, it's happily choosing to miss out and knowing that that choice is going to fill you up enough that you can be present in all of your relationships and really show up and get the most out of them both of you. And to get to that place, you know, it's, it's one letter shifted, one word of a shift, but it can be a challenge to get there. So the first thing that you can do is to step back, step away from it. It's really, when we're looking at something so close up, it's hard to see what's actually going on. It's hard to assess and address what we're feeling. So stepping back to evaluate what's going on and write it out, writing it out. I love doing this. I did this today. <laughs> it's just writing out everything that's occurring for you, every feeling, what you're wanting, what you feel like you might be missing out on, just to get it out there. Because when we're doing this in our heads, it's going over and over and over, and we're drilling in those meetings that we're making out of the experience (sighs) and take a breath. Yes. Just breathe. You're not going to miss out right away. So take that five minutes, take a breath, feel into your body. Are you feeling that heart racing, the sweaty palms feeling like you might be left out really tap in to what's going on in your body and what you need in that moment.
1: And I love, you know, I love this idea of starting to make that shift. And I love the shift of just the one word from fear to joy, fear of missing out, joy of missing out. And I'm with you. Like I'm a huge advocate for writing things out and like just getting it out of my head, getting it onto paper. And, and I think it really does give us that opportunity to see things objectively. We can see a situation for what it is, not for what we think it is or what we're making it to be. And I like what you said about making those meanings. So that's really what we're doing always. We're making it mean something. And when we write it out, we can really look at it and be like, okay, what are the facts? What's true? What's actually happening? And that does allow us to start to tune into what we actually need for ourselves. So, oh, the breathing, even just just thinking about it, just, Taking a breath. Okay, what do I actually need right now? What's gonna feel good for me right now? So stepping back, taking a breath. Then what do we do now to really fully make that shift?
0: Honestly, it's like when I start to think about these things, the acts and the things that we can do, they are simple. It's it's shifting the questions you're asking yourself. So instead of asking yourself what if I don't go and I miss out or what if I do go and it isn't as amazing as I made it out to be in my mind. It's these constant what ifs, what if. Mm-hmm. Trade that in for what is. Ooh. What is happening? What mm-hmm. is this experience that I'm having? What is it that I want to be experiencing? And do I follow through on this thing that I'm afraid of missing out on? Mm-hmm. Or do I? Where do I go from here? Right. It's just asking what is. What is in this moment? I know you're reading the power of now as we speak, and yes, that is. It's what is is bringing yourself into the now. Mm-hmm. What if is creating that anxiety
1: about this unknown space that we haven't even gotten to yet. What is? I love that. And you know what really popped into my head while you're saying that that I think is amazing is when you're what ifing. It's like what if? What if I don't? Get this, or what if this happens and it's it blows up in my face or whatever? And we what ifs tend to it's almost like it takes us into the worst case scenarios, right? It's putting us in that weird negative headspace. When you say what is, the first thing that popped in my head is what is possible. Mm, What is what is right now, and what is possible? Yeah, and it just completely changes the whole perspective. What is possible? Right now, if I look at what is, if I bring myself into the now, maybe right now I'm feeling low on energy and what is true for me is I need to recharge. I need to do this. What is possible from that? Well, when I recharge, possibilities are endless because when I'm on, when I'm on top of my game, I get shit done. Oh yeah. I make things happen. Like <laughs> that's what's possible. I think that really changes everything from what if to what is. Ooh, that's powerful. I like that. It is right. It's the questions we ask ourselves, the
0: things that we choose to focus on so powerful. or you can choose to talk it out with somebody. Again, when we're going over these things in our mind, we are so skilled at creating the experience that we think we want to have. And we'll go over and over and over again. It might not always be to our be- our best benefit,
1: mm-hmm. which is
0: why talking it out with somebody, that you trust that wants the best for you, that sees your potential and your strengths, even on those moments where you are not feeling in your power. You want to have that person that you can talk to, and having a coach is so powerful for that. Having that person in your life that's going to help you navigate these stirred up feelings, fears, any kind of fears that come up, right? Not just. Mm-hmm.
1: About- I love what you said about the way we very cleverly create these things Mm -hmm. in our mind because we really do, especially if we're stuck in that like what if mode, we now begin to justify going against what feels best for us. So if I'm thinking, oof, going out right now might not be the best decision. I haven't really had enough time to recharge. There's some self-care that I really need to focus on, but we'll start to justify it and say, well, but I really need to be connected with my friends right now. So skipping my self-care tonight won't make that big of a difference. And it's just one night, so I'm just going to give myself permission to go ahead and not recharge, because I know that I'll have time tomorrow. And we just start creating like all of these excuses and these justifications for not doing the things that are most beneficial to us, getting it out to someone who has your best interest in mind, who's holding that vision of your most powerful self and who can really look at these situations objectively. So if you yeah. can't look at it objectively yourself, call on that support system and be like, I can't see this from an outside perspective. All I can see is what I'm missing. Help me, help me get a new perspective and call on that person to help you with that.
0: I love that. All I can see is what I'm missing and support, your support system is always going to help you see that you're never missing anything. Yes. To shift from that fear to that joy, just make a decision and, and not, not worry if it's the right or the wrong one, because as soon as you make that decision, you're gonna recognize in yourself, you're going to start to learn the more decisions you make, you're gonna start to recognize, was that the
1: best decision?
0: Yes. You know, there's no right or wrong, but there are better choices. And we learn that by making choices.
1: That's so powerful what you just said. You don't learn from it until you do it. Like that's just the way it is. And there really is no right or wrong. There's different outcomes. Yep. And you decide what outcome you prefer, but you're never going to know until you make the decision. And I think we actually have talked about this before, but like if anyone out there has seen the show, The Good Place... (laughs) character cheating, who lives his whole life in indecision. Like he can never make a decision because he's always worried it's going to be the wrong one. Talk about FOMO. Like he is like walking fucking FOMO. If you haven't seen the show, go watch it. It's hilarious, but it's basically, that's what it is. Like at some point you just have to decide and just know that whatever you decide, you're going to get an outcome and you'll have the opportunity to evaluate that outcome when it happens. But as long as you're not making a decision, as long as you're sitting frozen in indecision, you're never going to know either way. You won't know if you missed out or not because you didn't decide anything. So at some point, you just have to make the decision and see what happens. Totally. And
0: it's, uh, as you are explaining that character, my skin literally crawled because that feeling, I know that feeling. Yes. Not being able to make a decision and just being stuck and so overwhelmed and it's so uncomfortable. And the quickest way out of that is just to start making decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Do something
1: and learn something. And it. it can be very freeing making that decision, even if it's the quote unquote wrong one. Like If you don't get the yeah. outcome that you necessarily were hoping for, just the fact that you've decided and you get to step away from that that stuck feeling, that anxious feeling, just the act of making the decision, even if it's not the desired outcome, it still feels so much better than sitting there like, but do I do this or do I do that? What do I do? Which way do I go? Do I turn left or do I turn right? I don't know what's going to be the best. Okay. And then you get to see, oh, maybe, maybe left wasn't the best choice. I'm not really liking this. And you can backtrack if you want to, it's your prerogative, or you could just keep going with it and be like, well, all right, next time I know I'll turn right. Totally.
0: And I love that you use the analogy of driving. Driving is a journey. So is mm-hmm. life. And we're going to make turns as we're driving and we're going to go the wrong direction. We're going to get lost and then we're going to have to find our way back. And you're seeing all of these things that you might not have seen had you not taken that quote unquote wrong turn. There is no right or wrong. It's just all part of the journey. You just have to take a step. You just have to yes. make that decision. I
1: think once you made that decision, then it comes time to start to reinforce that decision, right? And So we've, we've taken our step back. We've looked at what, what is versus what if. We have stepped into this space of, okay, it's no longer a fear of missing out. Now it's the joy of missing out. So what can we do to reinforce that so we feel grounded in our decision? First is celebrating that decision.
0: Own it, get excited, you know? We're talking a lot about going out versus staying home, one that's that's a common one for me, so. yeah. It's (laughs) top of the mind celebrating instead of sitting home thinking, Oh God, I wish I wish I'd gone, you know, maybe, maybe it would have been best if I'd gone releasing that and, and sitting confidently in your decision by celebrating. If you're going to stay home, stay home and have a blast. Watch a cheesy chick flick and enjoy your evening, whatever that would be for you. Just like play it full out, whatever your decision is. Be present.
1: I love that. I can even think of a recent experience actually where making the decision to stay home. And I can recall like getting all of my space together. Like I got my snacks, I got my movie ready, I've got my beverage, and I like lay it all out and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. I get my big fuzzy (laughs) blanket and I wrap up and I'm like, yes. Best ever. So I love that idea. Just like really celebrating it and owning it and just relishing in the delicious joy of I'm doing what I want to do.
0: That is the ultimate honoring your decision.
1: Own it and Mm -hmm. love it. Again, yeah. Replacing that fear with love. And it's self-love, right? That's what it's really coming down to when we think about this. When When we're stuck in that indecision, when we're stuck in FOMO, there's... There's an element of self-love that needs to be incorporated in this because we really need to be making decisions that's in service of our highest good. What's the best decision for me? Not what's the best decision for everybody else, not what's going to make me a part of the crowd. It's what's best for me. And I mean, really, when you think about it, this is just another way for us to get to know ourselves and get to understand who we are and how we operate. Absolutely. And
0: that's the exciting part, right, is once we shift out of that fear into love, it is so much easier to start to see the positive intention, getting to know ourselves. That's what it's all about. Yes. That's the journey. Who are we? What's important to us? And how can we connect and honor all of those things as often as possible in our lives? Mm-hmm.
1: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to
0: our podcast.
1: Make sure you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rwrlpodcast to stay in touch with what's coming up. Also, remember to subscribe and tell your friends.